February 12th edition of Great Talk with Martin Kilcoin, the Fox 2 sports director. I guess I can't say Fox 2, right? You can say it or you can't say it? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. I, Are I, you asking permission, Dan? No, no, no. I'm asking if I'm saying it the proper way. Oh, because you're not saying the two Fox? No, 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 no. It, Fox 2 is the correct way to do it, right? Correct. Okay, no KTVI. We don't really say that. The power of two. We do say that, although... Eh, I love Channel 11. God bless Channel 11, the Stooges, Wrestling at the Chase, now part of our great news brand. Larry Munchnik. It's the power of two, Dan. Although the microphones, when they first came out, I think I was down at the Cardinals and uh, John Lozellick said, what's 2.11? I said, it's 2 and 11. He goes, looks like 211. I said, no, it's 2. (laughs) And then it's an 11. He goes, yeah, I know, but it looks like two one one. I go, just forget it, okay? Just answer the question. Yes. Instead of calling four one one, you call two one one. We are the power of two. Hey, there's a lot to get into. Super People Bowl last night. It. People are mad at us when we miss weeks. I got to tell you, Dan. It's our fault. Collectively, it's our fault. But I, all the people that get upset, thank you for your patience. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Our staffs, staffs, staffs. Yeah, staffs. There's no such thing as staffs. Uh, calves. Our staffs have been meeting to kind of work this out so that we can arrange our schedule. So we are here for you, the listener, and we appreciate your patience. We do appreciate your patience, and we try to do it every Monday. Uh, Don't send nasty notes of, where is it? (laughs) No, I like that. I like that because then I know people care. Well, they care. It's like the angry fan. I want you to be mad at me. We're trying to – well, by the way, the website is free. Scoopswithdannymac.com. Great content, and I'm being serious. Bernie writes daily – and has all this great cardinal information throughout the baseball season. He digs deep on it. He, he really pours a lot into that. Uh, all of the podcast segments are on there. So it is. It's a great website, and it's free. This you, is free. Do you go to it much? I do. Yeah. I, I always enjoyed Bernie's writing. I do, too. I, what I really missed in the Bernie bits on Saturdays was the calm down list. <laughs> Remember the calm down list? I was on list? the calm down list a yes. couple of times. <laughs> and... I think he got rid of it because Frank Cusimano's mom got upset one time because mm. Frank was, Frank needs to be in the Calm Down Hall of Fame, but his mom I think got upset, and then there was another, then he brought it back and I, I love the Calm and I was on it one time I was too and a couple times and it was he he asked me like what do they say and I said oh they said I send too many emails like to the staff I was like new as the sports director or whatever and it was in there. and my boss said hey do you see this thing in the paper. They, they, they were calling you out. I said, no, they weren't calling me. And I said, I, I gave them that. It's a it was, segment. It's a bit. Yes. It's a birdie, birdie bit. Hey. All right, Super Bowl last night. What would you think? I enjoyed it. I really did. I had no rooting interest. We've talked a lot about the Chiefs around here. I don't root for the Chiefs, but I have nothing against them. I have friends in Kansas City, family in Kansas City. I just wanted to see a good game, and we did. I was bored in the first half. I was going to say, the first half was so Such boring. Such a snoozer. Yep. But it's unbelievable. How the NFL, and this is in the last five to ten years, the product is just on fire. The games are always good. Even when you have a bad matchup, you get a great game. You could not have had a better finish because what do you want? You want a competitive game. You'd like to see a little swing because the Niners were kind of in control. But I think at halftime, they had to know. We blew it. Kansas City was bad. We were better. And it's a seven-point game it at was, halftime. All the turnovers, was that was kind of interesting, which gets overlooked, I think, on Monday morning. In the red zone. Yeah, yeah, in the red zone. Um, I thought Nick Bosa was awesome. 
I thought he could have been the MVP if San Francisco won. He was everywhere in that game. Tony Romo might get an MVP. <laughs> he was all over the place he last is. night. You know what's crazy about him, and he gets more critique of late. Uh, I heard a podcast with Jim Nance, and they asked him about all the critique. And, he, and Jim Nance said, I'm not on Twitter. I don't know. He said, you, you hear from friends that there's stuff out there. But he said, I think we're doing great. I think the broadcasts sound great. I think Romo singing to break, though. What's that? He sang <laughs> three different times to yeah, break. Yeah, maybe that's because he's Tony Roman. He's loose and he can do whatever he wants. What I notice is he doesn't finish a thought. I agree. He will, like, the sentences never end. He'll be like, yeah, I'll tell you, Jim, and there's a chance there, Jim, where, you know, if they, uh, you know, when you're moving the ball, and he just stops. And I'm, <laughs> right. like, I'm like, what was the thought? What was the, there was one where the holder, Niners maybe, Chiefs maybe, did a great job getting the snap down. For I the thought kick. about him, and he said, "He goes, oh, if you look there, Jim, Jim, the uh, snap's kind of low, and great job there, uh, great job there." Like, and you <laughs> knew he didn't know who the holder was, right? right. And uh, listen, he's fine. He makes a ton of money. I think he's overall popular. The, you know, he if he was a stiff, we'd be saying nothing. Correct. Uh, that's he gives you something well, different. I think they went from Phil Sims, who's kind of dry, to Tony Romo, who's got tons of energy. What I felt like in the game, and I could be wrong, is that Romo heard all the critique, and I think early on he was kind of like unsure what he should do. I, think I agree. He was, I think he was trying to scale it back because he knew everybody had been pounding on him for being a spaz, but then he didn't quite know what to do. I and, agree. I thought he was definitely reserved in the maybe quarter and a half, maybe even the first half, but then it started to come out. Yeah. And the second half, he's just getting into it. Fun. Yeah, and just letting it rip. So I don't I don't mind that it's at all. It's fine. Yeah. I, was it a great broadcast? I don't know. Who decides that? Five critics around the country that write sure. about this stuff probably be the ones who will give out a grade for it. Remember, Rudy Martzke always had the dreaded oops award or the glitch, dreaded glitch, and it would be, ooh, CBS put up a graphic that said champions, and it was before the game ended. You're like, right. oh, no. What are they going to do? Media on media crime. Yes, there's a lot of that. I, I just really enjoyed it. I think Vegas is the perfect setting for the Super Bowl with all the glitz because everything the NFL does is just so over the top. And now presenting the colors <laughs> at the Boys and Girls Club. That's pretty good. From Guatemala. And we pay tribute to all the hurricane victims. And then after that, we'll have all of the fire victims. And after like, The NFL tries so hard to, like... And they have a platform, and it gives everybody exposure. But that pre I just laugh. And the guy, Alan Roach, is the voice. And I was looking at his bio because I think he – I knew he did Avalanche games. And I was at the playoffs a couple of years ago, and I saw him. He does the Rockies, too. He does Rockies, Avalanche, but he switched from Broncos to Vikings. And I thought, was there a free agent bidding war? Wow. So, so he does Vikings home games. He used to do the Broncos. He I does, didn't know that. He does everything Denver and Colorado except Vikings. I thought, did he get, you know, wooed by the Vikings? Sure. I just, I just love how over the top the NFL is, and Vegas is just perfect for that. Well, seventy percent of the final month and then into the playoffs went down to the final possession of every single game. Bad game, bad teams, didn't matter. Seventy percent. That's that's the best reality TV you can yep. have. And it makes it fun. You, and you knew watching that game, at some point, yep. it's going to come down to Mahomes. You just knew he's going to have a chance. And how are you going to bet against him? How in the hell they were underdogs? I don't care if it's one point, two point. How could anybody set the line? And I know they're trying to bring money in. And apparently, 
Vegas got hammered. The sports they books. Did. I read a story where on ESPN.com. I late, was shocked that they were the underdogs. And they said the worst thing they could do was have the Chiefs win and have the game go to overtime, which is exactly what happened. They said the sports books took a bath. And the over-under, when it went off by the final kick, I guess, before it went off, it was 46 and a half. That was the final number set. Over-under, total points. What was the final? 25 to 22, 47. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But earlier, it had been 47 and a half. And can you imagine if you bet the over and they score that last touchdown, but they don't have to kick the extra point. Right. There's your 48 right there. Reba said something twice. Reba McIntyre? In her song. Did she sing? She did not sing the anthem. She did the anthem, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Which surprised me because they're so young and current. I kind of liked it that it wasn't all... Like, Post Malone did God Bless America. That's what he did that. Post Malone. And what do you think of when you see Post Malone? Tattoos. Okay, yes. (laughs) Or as my mom texted me, who is this weirdo? Yeah. My mom was upset. I'm like, who cares? He's popular. He fell through the stage at Enterprise Center. Oh, that's right. That's the guy who fell through the stage. I forgot about that. That's all I think about when I see him. I uh, So Reba said something twice in the anthem that took it I believe to the over. If she doesn't sing it twice, it would have been like a a second under. So that was one of the prop bets you could have. Uh, The Taylor Swift stuff, you have to show her. You got to show it multiple times. Uh, That was fine. How about Kelsey bumping in, not bumping, but taking over and hitting Hitting's too strong of a word, but bumping and knocking him over, I'd say. Andy Reid. Yeah, that moment, for people who don't like Kelsey, that's all they needed to see. But, and I get it, it's energy, and Andy Reid had a great answer. He was on the set of either NFL Network or ESPN last night. He's like, oh, you know what? He just kind of caught me off guard. Otherwise, I would have kept my feet, you know, kind of laughing about it. It wasn't a great look for a player to do that to his coach. Yes, Kelsey's fiery, but he kind of looked like an ass. I thought so. He looked like an ass doing that to his head coach. In In the regular season, I think it gets more. Andy's kind of a big fella. Like, it made it, it just was a bad look. I, I think in the regular season, it would have been more. And I think it would be more today if the Chiefs lost. Because then you'd be saying, well, what was just, going on? Dysfunction. These, you saw Rasheed Rice get after Mahomes when he missed him on a potential touchdown pass late, and they're screaming at each other on the sidelines. So that's, you know, that that would have been the dysfunction narrative here on a Monday morning. I think at the parade, Andy Reid on the stage, Andy Reid should go up and knock Kelsey over. It'd be awesome. They should do a bit about it yep and then it'd be put to bed but it was it was just entertaining to the very end i think for the 49ers all those weapons brock purdy's obviously a very good quarterback he's not mahomes you have mccaffrey debo you have um kittle the tight end who didn't do much at all you have all these weapons yet they didn't seem to be now on the season they scored a ton of points but they just feel like that team that's going to score about 20 or 23 and to beat the Chiefs, you better score more points. And I just felt like that whole game, you better get to 30. You better get If you're going to beat Mahomes, you better score more touchdowns. Unfortunately for Kyle Shanahan, the narrative for him is going to be you can't close games out. And he didn't close it out last night. He was part of the 28-3 Patriot comeback. He was in a Super Bowl prior to that in which they did not win. Yeah, to me, it's unfair when, when people say that. But that's going to be the knock on him. Three Super Bowls, had a chance, was in position to win all three, and didn't do it. I think one moment, though, where he maybe stepped out of that persona was when it was fourth down, they could have kicked a field goal. It was the later Juwan Jennings touchdown that put them back in front, 
It was fourth and three. They were at maybe the 10 or the 12. He went for it. They got the first down. They scored the touchdown. I thought to myself, that's what you got to do here. You got to be a little more bold. You can't just kick a field goal and be happy you tied at that point in the game. They got the touchdown to Jennings and took the lead. And I thought that's that's different there. Shanahan not being overly conservative. But I think in the end, yeah, that narrative is not going away. How is it you can't beat Mahomes? If I were him, I'd say, you try beating Mahomes. No kidding. The only guy who beats Mahomes is Tom Brady. So he's 15-3. and three. Patrick Mahomes is 15-3. and three. Think about that in the postseason. He lost to Tom Brady twice. When it was New England in an AFC championship game. When it was Tampa in a Super Bowl. And the only other one was Joe Burrow got him one time in the AFC title game. Missed extra point was big, too, because it changes how you have to drive or what, what you're thinking in that time frame to make sure you get the points to tie it up. I thought special teams was huge. I also thought the kicking game on both sides. I think you could have given an MVP to a kicker. That Harrison Butker is just automatic. You know, they've He's got automatic. The, they've got the best coach, they've got the best quarterback, and they have the best kicker. So all these things, when it's crunch time – is your coach going to make the right decision? Is he going to stay calm even when his wacko tight end's running him over? Is the quarterback going to be poised on a fourth down play in overtime? They had to convert. Who who tucks it in and goes? Mahomes. And then you have a kicker where you know, hey, it comes down to a kick. That's another weapon we have. We not only have the coach, the quarterback, we got the kicker. Uh, the extra point, that's huge because, of course, it's a four-point game. I think Romo... This is where it, it does crack me up because the guy gets paid $18 million to know way more than any of us about football. People say the most obvious things. Hey, Jim, that's big because now, uh, Jim, now the lead's three instead of four. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's true. That is big. However, I think at that late regulation drive by the Chiefs, I think they would have they would have been going for the end zone because they would have had to. Remember, they got that late field goal to tie it. I bet they would have scored yeah. if they were down four. Uh, you can't prove that, but that's just my feeling. I went to Dunkin' Donuts today. Did you? Did you buy a tracksuit? I, I did not buy a tracksuit. That was my favorite commercial, though, of the Super Bowl. I, I thought they were underwhelming for the most part. There were some that I liked. I liked the Schwarzenegger one, uh, but my favorite was the Dunkin' Donuts one with all the Boston yeah. guys. I mean, it was a good bro, and you're making fun of Goodwill Hunting, Yeah, how you like them donuts or whatever. Uh, and Dunkin' Donuts is a big Boston thing, so you roll out, and then you add Tom Brady. I'm just confused. Are Ben Affleck and J-Lo, are they together in real life, or they're not? No, they are. Okay. I couldn't, I honestly, I thought part of the spoof was that they had broken up and that he was trying to get her back. I think back. they're married. Okay. I, I lose track, because were they off and on at yes. one point? Okay. They were off and on, and then the off was a pretty considerable amount of time. Okay, and then, then got, they back got back on, together. and I think they got married. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cheesy, but I, I enjoyed it. A lot of the cameos of celebrities are just so stupid, like forced in. I felt like the Coors Light, where they had the big train, it's LL Cool J driving it. Who hasn't aged. Well, he hasn't aged, but the female character yells up at the conductor and says, thanks, LL Cool J. And I thought, did they do that so everybody knows? Right. And I said, if you have to remind people who the celebrity is, that's not good. Uh, I like the Christopher Walken where everybody that did was the good. voice. That was good. Um, I think I like the Mr. T Skechers. Most kids probably have no clue who that is. If you're 40 and under, you may be like, what was that? Who was, it was Tony Roma and some... Who is that guy, Mr. T? That cracked me up. Pretty good. Because it's Mr. T, but that's my age. Uh, I think the the neighbor with Arnold, that won the USA that's, Today that's ad the one meter. I like. 
Yeah. Yeah. You said that one. I, I think that was really good. But on the whole, I mean, there was, you know, the Dan Marino almost winning, kind of funny. But Messi. Messi was Messi good. Messi with Mick Ultra. It was, yeah, I think it was all right. I mean, just all, it's all trying so hard. We know that. I thought Usher was really good. Um, when he did the roller skates, I was like, wow. Producer Dave, who's a loyal listener, Dave Job goes, wow, Usher can skate. <laughs> I, that was my most impressive part of the night. Him skating was better than anything. You would have given the MVP anything. at that point? I would the, the MVP. I'm not a huge fan of Usher, but I thought he put on a hell of a show. And then when he did the roller skates, I thought, all right, that puts it over the top. This this will be about a Thursday or Friday of this week topic on First Take or Get Up or one of those ESPN shows. And the banner, the graphic will say, can Patrick Mahomes skate like Usher? What if Patrick <laughs> Mah- is Usher a better rollerblader than Mahomes? <laughs> That'll be the next topic. I think Kansas City, if I'm correct with this, going back to their first Super Bowl that they won with Mahomes, I think Chris Jones is the only guy from that defensive unit. So there's no reason to think that they wouldn't have a chance to get back. I think starting this morning, San Francisco is the favorite already, the odds for next year. I didn't see that, really. Yeah, San Francisco, I believe, was the favorite to win next year's Super Bowl. I got the pack, Dan. I think the pack's going to be good. They're I, young. Jordan Love. Gotta, I like the pack, and I like the Texans. Yeah. Texans, too, with C.J. Stroud, as young as they are, defensive rookie are of the year. Are we breaking down the 24 NFL season already? already? Why have not? Have you done your mock draft yet? I have not, but I'll be interested. I like it. <laughs> I mean, you know what's amazing, Marty, is that um, in four and a half months, training camp will start again. It's like four and a half or five months, and training camp is back for everybody, college football, you know, it's like early, late. Some teams are late July, but the NFL will start just slightly after the Fourth of July. I mean, that's this season is long, man. Look at look at you, Dan. You're 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 back in with the NFL. You I are, am. I'm uh, totally back in. You're not. Are you okay? This is something I wanted to debate. Randy Carricker TV. We didn't have time. By the way, the game was ending, and I can't wait to see the numbers locally. I'll bet you Channel Four. I, I, I'm going to say five or 600,000 people because the Super Bowl is always massive everywhere. Chiefs have a strong following now in St. Louis, so I bet you anything that thing was off the charts. Goes to overtime, so Randy Carrick and I are live on the set. We can't show any video. Our whole plan went to shit because at 9.15, the game is supposed to be over. We have all these tapes about Mahomes, the biggest plays of the game. Can't use any of it. And so we had this impromptu blues segment where I'm like, Hey, Randy, uh, uh, yeah, Super Bowl's in overtime right now. Hey, uh, how about Jake Neighbors, huh? Yeah. And uh, and meanwhile, like he's checking his phone for the score, and I look out of the corner of my eye in the Fox 2 studio, and our weather guy, Glenn Zimmerman, does the giant touchdown symbol. So I know now the Chiefs just won. So I just said on the ice, what do we got, Glenn? Hold yeah. on. I just said, Glenn went in. He said, t- I said, who? He said, I don't know. <laughs> so I said, the Chiefs just won, folks, and at that point, everybody's watching the game, yeah. and you just sort of concede. So how many people do you think watched uh, your your wrap-up show? <sighs> I mean, normally, you got a chance for a – because the network goes immediately to some drama or crime show that they want everybody to watch, so you get people flipping around looking for commentary or otherwise, uh, and which killed us last night because the game went to overtime. I have no idea. I can find out later. I would say – Maybe 20,000, though. You have some people who are like, I'm sick of it, or hate the NFL, 
don't like the Chiefs or watching a news program and then the sports geeks come on. Yeah. And you hope that they stick with you. But it was kind of funny because I said, Glenn, what do I got? And he's like, touchdown, Chiefs. And I was like, who? And then Randy, thank you, sir. Let me look at my phone. <laughs> Nicole Hardman. And I'm like, I forgot Nicole Hardman was back on the Chiefs. He was on the Jets this year. Yeah. They, they never – it is amazing. They just plug in random – like this Kadarius Tony. They end up not really needing him. They draft Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He didn't really work out. You have all these random guys yep. popping up, and all they need is Mahomes and Kelsey. Do you think that today should be a national holiday? For the whole country? Like, get the day off? Yeah. No, I think that sends a bad message, Dan. That oh, sports, stop. It's sports is ruling our country. Yeah. What about moving the game to Saturday night? People have advocated for that. I don't think so. Just leave it alone. Well, if you moved it to Saturday night, it's the most non-watched television night of the week. But people, I think, would make an exception. I do, they? too. I do, too. I, I think people would make an exception. You'd have massive Super Bowl parties. Not to say you don't have them on a Sunday. Right. But the kickoff locally is 537. Which is pretty good. That's pretty good. It is because your East Coast fans, you it's know. 630 there, so. 11-ish, 1030, 11-ish. Yeah, I, I think it's perfect. I wouldn't mess with it. Um, national holiday. What about moving it to a Monday night? No, that's worse. Okay. That's worse. National no. championship on a Monday night. How about the, the Winter Classic, the Blues are in next year with the Blackhawks at Wrigley Field. The date hasn't been announced in part because they want to see what the college football championship is doing. And if New Year's Day is like two semifinals or whatever, the NHL is like, we're going to wait. Yeah. So the Blues and Blackhawks might actually play New Year's Eve at Wrigley, which would be fun. Yep. But it's the power of football because they're waiting to see when that game is going to be first. It's not a regional sport. It's a national sport. Everybody's in. Baseball, hockey, it's now regional. hate saying it, baseball is not America's pastime anymore, and it's been blown away by the NFL. You have to say, as much as you don't like the business side of the NFL, man, they have it figured out. Oh, for sure. Everything they do, and even like just – tweaking the draft and making the first round prime time making it more it used to be saturday morning at 10 a.m guys that are superstars yep. in college are getting drafted and nobody's unless you're you know joel bushbaum you're not watching every second of the draft yeah uh what i think is interesting for the chiefs moving forward and it they are the kings it is a dynasty but having jim harbaugh in that division such a psycho about coaching had success with the niners He's got Justin Herbert. Is there any way Harbaugh can get the Chargers going enough to really be in a divisional threat to the Chiefs? I just I love that moving forward. Just out of curiosity, if Harbaugh can kind of get get it going enough to kind of rival the Chiefs a little bit. He's such a great character. I yes. mean, Jim Harbaugh is one of the great characters, and there's no one that's just like eh with him. You either love him or you hate him, and I'd say the majority of people look at him as a villain. But he's going to have a pretty good team coming back because of Herbert. Got he a Bosa. He's yep. got one of the Bosa. He's got one of the Bosa's. And if you look at how the Chargers lost games this year early, they were barely losing games. So it tells you that maybe a coaching change, a tweak here or there, what they do with Herbert would allow them to get over the hump, and it's going to make it fun. And I'm not obsessed with the Rams. There was probably a period where I just wanted them to lose and do terrible, and now I'm like, hey, whatever. But I will enjoy it if – if Harbaugh can get the Chargers going, I still don't think they're going to have a great following in L.A. No. They just never will. But if Harbaugh can make the Chargers for a little while this great team and it sort of makes the Rams a little inferior in terms of the L.A. market, who's the better team, I would enjoy that. I think the Harbaugh villain could go up a notch or two if the NCAA, even though they're a joke, 
if there's a bunch of infra- if there's more to that whole story that went on at Michigan with the sign stealing, if there if it's more in depth and more detailed, and he's got his fingerprints on it, a lot of people think that's one of the reasons he left. Not sure about that. That would add to the villain. Oh, you left Michigan now. You got out, of- and people up there might say, "Who cares? We got a national championship, including We're him. We're good, including you know? him." I, I, if you said to a fan. You're going to come, the NCAA is going to come down on you, or, and you're going to get a national championship, or NCAA is going to come down on you, but you keep Harbaugh. I think most fans would just say, eh, let's take the national championship. A lot of good players coming back. Looks like Sharon Moore seems to be the logical uh, guy to follow him. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all if they, I, well, my point is, I think they would take the national championship. Oh, yeah. Even with baggage or, People mad at him. I don't think they care at all. No. I mean, I don't think Ohio State ever cared. You know, the, Urban Meyer wasn't like a saint. People up there would hire him back tomorrow in two seconds. Yep. And did Chip Kelly already leave for Ohio State? He did. did. A head coach. At UCLA. At UCLA. Leaves to be the offensive coordinator. And I didn't realize that Ryan Day had been on his staff several times, so they're very good friends. That makes a little more sense. But a head coach at UCLA leaves to be the OC. I think it just tells you the current climate as a college coach, NIL and all this crap. You're like, I don't know if I even want to do it. It's a headache. It. The, the guy from Boston College left too. And I think he went to the Packers with a head coach. And they're just like, I mean, I, well, guys leaving college to go to the NFL, I get it. Just to get away from all that. But then Brian Kelly stayed within college, but I guess he figures, hey, at least I don't have to be the main guy anymore. There's sure. Two, and maybe he's like, they're going to fire me in a year. I'll get out of here while I can. A name that came up in the UCLA search, they're saying Barry Odom is a candidate, former Missouri coach who had some success at UNLV. It is just funny, man, how it all kind of comes around. But to your point, it, it, it must be so dirty behind the scenes to where you're a head coach. This is your program. I mean, for God's sakes, you're at UCLA. You're living on right. the West coast. You're one of the, you can make that one of the best programs in the country and you're leaving it's an indication of much. It must be just awful behind the scenes for these guys re-recruit their kids, recruiting others, recruiting transfer portal becomes a pain in the ass. At some point, there's always going to be a candidate, but you may just be losing good candidates. At some point, the level of coach at college football, you're like, where'd they all go? None of them want to do it. Yeah, because it's got it's part of this whole conversation. How do we get this under control? The it's just out of control. The transferring, all the. Love the fact kids can make NIL, but everybody said, are they even using their name, right. image, or likeness? Are they even selling a car at the local dealer? No. They're just getting checks handed to them. That's yep. that's not what was intended. Also, it's being used as a recruiting tool, which, again, was not how it was intended. It should be, it should be illegal to recruit kids with money. Once you get on campus, hey, we have but this. But should it be? I think the name, image, likeness was about you're on campus playing for this team, make however much you can with your name, image, and likeness, and now you get kids who are juniors in high school saying, how much are you going to pay me? Yeah, I, I had no that, problem with it. Really? I think I think you got to get on campus, and then you get cash all the checks you want, but they're using it as a recruiting tool. So what would you say then to a coach that signs these kids and then leaves for bigger money? I mean, they're they're the ones that are making the huge money. Oh, there's a lot of hypocrisy. So make the sure. players employees. Yeah, and remember Rick Patino said last week we need to have a salary cap. Yeah, and everybody said, "Well, we're going to cap coaches' salaries." 
there there were some holes in his argument, but I don't think he was entirely wrong that we got to come up with something. Think about the money like Ohio State's alumni base or Michigan's alumni base. These schools are like 40 to 50,000 students. Massive amount of alumni. So just by the percentages, you're going to have way more millionaires or billionaires just because you have so many alumni. Eventually, does a Gonzaga have that many alumni? Eventually, like where do you go? The well's going to run dry at some small schools yeah. when, tra- when trying to – I'm just saying it's not apples to apples. It's not when you talk about – wealthy alumni but that's the point though you can cap it and then disperse the money well if you cap it yeah but i'm saying right now oh yeah there's no way you can compete with these massive schools with their alumni base how many people they have to draw upon you You came in here you said you were aching yeah a little sore today big workout yesterday no no i wish i could say that dan just uh general aches and pain yeah that's it okay Uh, i need to head to the mac Get a little workout in. R-M-A-C. Yeah, Missouri Athletic Club. It's the West location. It's great. The kids love it in the summer for the pool. You can learn to play pickleball, Dan, which I don't know how to play. Never played it, but it's a hot topic in the United States. The E-Trade commercial, they always have the babies. I think they kind of need to move on, but they were making fun of pickleball a little bit. They said it's like tennis for babies, except adults play it. (laughs) I thought it was pretty good. They took a shot at pickleball, which I kind of laughed about. Missouri Athletic Club, downtown, out west, two clubs, uh, all you know, two clubhouses, one club. MAC's great, by the way, is all I'm saying. You got Triad Bank. Uh, Jim Regna, our buddy. Friend of the show for all your banking needs. Appliance discounters. If it's a washer, dryer, entire kitchen, whatever you need, just go online. It's theappliancediscounters.com. Biggest names, lowest prices. Friends at Marie de Villa, Senior Living, Corner of Clayton and Wideman Road. Great place for senior living. And, of course, we're in the Pasta House Studios. Dan, you knew that. PastaHouse.com, where you can order ahead, let them do the cooking for you. You know, the amazing thing is that our studio is cut in half. We have a piece of tape that goes right across like this. Herb Tarlick. Nesman? Les Nesman, Herb Tarlick, yes. the crew from... WKRP. Yeah, WKRP in Cincinnati. So uh, with that, we are in the Lou Fuse Studios, and Lou Fuse Athletic Looks is, great over there, but the Lou Fuse Studios look awesome. Fuse.com to get your car needs and we have uh in just a couple of days valentine's day head on over to lordo's diamonds they can help you out with your valentine's day gift for that loved one in your life and that's lordos.com located in the heart of ladue you're looking at your notes i am looking at my notes we pretty much covered it i feel like we covered it all i want this to kind of be i I have all these different things about blues and billikens mizzou i think that can wait because we'll be here next Monday. Let's commit. Oh, yeah. It's President's Day next Monday, Dan. That's a big Ooh, one. for. It's a national holiday. That one is a national. Now, they could move the Super Bowl every year. There you go. To align with President's Day. I think they should do it. That might. We may have just stumbled into something. I think that's the way you do it. So you'd push the whoa, regular season whoa, back whoa. Call one Schefter, week. Have them tweet it out. Jay Glazer, tweet it out. This is actually. Because it's really right around the same time. Yeah. So you'd push Whoa. the regular season back a week, I guess. One week. Yeah. Jerry Jones, well, I added an 18th game. The players will just not get paid extra. We'll make right. a little more money. We'll sell the uh, we'll sell the 18th game to... Uh, or just add it to get more money. We're going to sell it to the A&E Network. They're going to buy it, <laughs> and then there'll be a new channel with football on there, and y'all can just stream it if you don't. have Just pay a little extra, and then one week later, I think that would work. I do, too. I've the, actually thought of that. Let's look at... Did you? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I've the thought President's about it. Day tying it together. I'm just I'm trying to figure out ways to make it a national holiday to where, where the kids were, get off really. school. Everybody doesn't work. It's kind of a rebound day for a lot of people. Yeah, you know the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Well, you, the day that, after you should have said earlier, Dan, that President's Day is the perfect tie-in. All right, next Monday. I'm going to look at the schedule for the future Super Bowls, and I'm going to kind of move. All right. And I'll call my NFL buddies because we're very connected. These I'm two. sure. Very, very close with those folks. I'm sure. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, Dan. I wish we would do it, and we will. On a more regular basis. More regular basis. Thank you for everybody who's angry. I enjoy your anger. I appreciate. One guy last week, I think he said, okay, so it's just not a thing anymore, is it? Like, <laughs> Well, it is. It's just when we can, you know, know, line our schedules. I know. I know. It's great to be here, Dan. And this has been a great talk.